You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Fatterday Omaha. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. Here we are on an episode of Fatterday Omaha with the Food Recognized Food Series, where we talk to people in and around the restaurant industry about, uh, well, all sorts of things. I am in the palatial KIOS studios, and I have Nick Maestas here of Muchachos. Nick, how are you? Oh, we're hot, baby. We're so hot. hot today. No, I love it. <laughs> no, it's good to good to finally make this happen, man. Yeah. Appreciate you having me in. It's super cool. So I, I was looking back in the vast, uh, almost five-year now catalog of Saturday Omaha, and the last time you and I officially put together any type of thing was way back in 2021, was was many a moon ago, yeah. sir. And that was uh, that was done over Zoom, right? That's or, right. Uh, yeah, COVID uh, COVID podcast is yeah, great. That's right. That's right. So yeah. this this is cool. So we actually get to get uh, some of the the more high techy uh, microphones so that everyone can hear your dulcet tones in in yes. true true uh, I guess expanse of the radio spectrum. Get so the full muchacho. <laughs> yeah, the pipeline <laughs> the pipeline version of Nick versus okay. the the breakfast. <laughs> Nobody uh, wants the pipeline version of Nick. <laughs> I promise you that. Oh my goodness. Well, last when. When last we left our heroes, um, so you had a single restaurant, yeah. Muchachos in Lincoln, which is fantastic. And if no one has been there yet, first of all, why? And <laughs> secondly, uh, look for the I, – I love the color on the outside of the building, which was transferred from the original Muchachos truck. Yeah. And when we had talked, I think at that time, you were working on selling the OG truck and we're getting a new truck. Yeah. Since that time, <laughs> you have now been through the the paces. Uh, your your wonderful wife Jenny uh, opened up Control yeah. um, on Tenth Street. Great place, awesome cereal, retro games, and my favorite, the cereal milk latte, for which Rosie at Muchachos introduced me to. But now I get to have an Omaha. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot has happened since you now you have a second location. So now that we've kind of caught up, what's happened in the last two years? <laughs> that, that's it, man. No, no. That's it. We're good. That's okay. it. No, yeah, you can cut it. We're done. <laughs> um, no, it, it's definitely been a lot. Like we, I don't know. I don't do sitting well. Like I don't do mm-hmm. not doing something. And, you know, the Lincoln store, we finally got to a point where um, we started building that name recognition with the storefront. Yeah. And, you know, we did the family meal deliveries through COVID. Right. And we did one day in Omaha every single week. And that really was what started growing the brand in Omaha. And so we would get requests for having the food truck out or opening a restaurant here. And yeah. at then I was like, you guys, you're so cute. <laughs> Silly old Oh, moments. man. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the the momentum kept going. Like, it just didn't really stop. And You know, we were lucky enough to have some national pub that really started to like, okay, now maybe it's time to get a little serious about this and found a couple, you know, found a couple spots that looked really good. And um, one of it, one of which ended up being where control is like that was originally we were looking for muchachos places. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And the second we walked in, we're like, well, it's nice, but. Um, it's not enough room. It's not enough space. Mm. Um, and so that's where control kind of happened. And yeah, now, you know, we found a, you know, a couple other really nice spots, but the one that really, um, stuck out to us was this cute little building in little Bohemia that 
feels like muchachos when you walk in. It, it very does. much looks like uh, muchachos Lincoln on steroids. And, yeah. um, you know, I you walk in and, it, you know, it, I don't think you would be able to tell the difference. Like, you know, you're walking into a muchachos branded space. The vibe is there. totally yep. the same. Yep. No question. No question. My goodness. So the the process of finding that location, I, if I recall, was kind of challenging because I think you had yeah. your heart set on, I, I think it was originally maybe at one in Blackstone or something along those lines or, or another one in Little Bow. Yeah. And then so. So originally we, we found the, um, you know, we got in touch with the landlord of the donut stop. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, we, we were negotiating. We were you know, whining and dining and checking things out. And it came to the point where, you know, we had to walk away just Mm -hmm. because, you know, the amount of money that was being asked for this one particular building that is in super rough shape inside. And it breaks my heart a little bit because it's a beautiful building. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I hope someday, you know, that turns, and it will turn into something beautiful. Like I have no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, But at the time it wasn't meant for us. Sure. And that's okay. And I was going to work on control one day, just driving down 13th Street, and we weren't quite open there yet. And um, they were putting up a sign, like a for lease sign, in oh, wow. uh, the 1258 spot right next door to Donut Stop. Yeah. So I get on the phone with my realtor. I'm like, Spooner, we got we to gotta get in there, man. Jump. And uh, literally 20 minutes later, we were inside. The dude was taking pictures for their website. Oh, whoa. We were in them. My car was out front. Like, <laughs> uh, and we had a letter of intent signed that day. Holy and, smokes. Um, yeah, we, we were serious about it. Like, it looked really, really good. And, um, you know, there were some things that uh, they were wanting for, um, you know, just a lease that I wasn't willing to personally do. Sure. Um. And I mean, I guess I don't mind talking about it, but, it, you know, the personal guarantee when it comes to, you know, if this business were to fail, this mm-hmm. one particular building and, you know, I had a personal guarantee on it, that would mean literally everything else would have to go down as well. Mm. And I'm not willing to do that, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm willing to take that risk that, you know, you know, we'll try opening things. Hopefully they work. Yeah. Um, and Put I, your you dollars know, on the yeah, line. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, you know, it's more pride than anything else. Like you want to see your baby grow. Yeah. And, um, you know, luckily we, you know, we walked away, you know, and then luckily, um, you know, they came back to the table and said, you know, we want you, let's, let's do it. And so here we are, you know, uh, about a year after we signed the lease, we finally opened. Yeah. So yeah. that was, uh, that was quite the, yeah, it was a year, man. <laughs> a long year. Well, and I, I know you put so much heart, like literal Nick Maestas heart like into any project that you're in you're you're all in 100 yeah. percent um sometimes 24 hours a day I have a feeling though you know things process in your sleep and, <laughs> and things like that and so you, I can understand where you want a an arrangement where you can take the the whole Nick heart and apply it and not half-heartedly apply it you got to feel right about it yeah and I mean it's it's honestly like I was working you know in IT up until 2019 and Muchachos was really starting to gain some traction on the food truck side of things. Yeah. And, you know, it was to the point where I was making more money food trucking than I was doing IT work. So wild. And even though I'd already, like, it was the job I loved. Like, as far as IT jobs went, like, I was happy. Like, yeah. I loved it. Um, and had to walk away. And so it was kind of that same thing where, you know, we came to a crossroads. It's like, all right, like, I'm either going to put everything into this 
one location and trust my people in Lincoln to handle it. Um, and I'm still not very good at it. Like my sister gives me <laughs> crap all of the time. Rosie's like, you have to let me help you. And I'm like, I, you can know, I don't want you to, um, just because you know, it's my baby. It's hard. Sure. To, it's hard to let that go. Yeah. And, um, so finally I kind of eased up on the reins a little bit and, um, that really allowed me to concentrate and really kind of buckle down and get it get it going. Yeah, that's got to be a big leap for for something that you care so much. And then, but it's so nice to know that your team and your people are in it with you yeah. and and are are willing to go. Hey, hey, boss, we we got it. You know, El Jefe, you can you can go <laughs> to Omaha and and grow this thing, and we we've got it. And that's that's beautiful and has to be a challenge all at the same time. It is like I, you know, I'm pretty hands off in, I mean, I'm totally pretty much hands off at control. Like I literally, I roast the coffee for it and that's about where my, yeah, you know, my duties with control ends. But with Lincoln, like I've really started to ease up on the amount of stuff that I do. And it bums me out because there are a lot of people that I would see daily Sure, that I now don't, you know, I see maybe once every couple of weeks when I, you know, make it over and I mean I try to go to both spots almost every day and it's not always possible sure um today I won't make it there but um tomorrow I hope to hit up both and um it's important to me I know that um you know we've kind of done that venom thing where you know the two the two personalities are kind of joined into one right and so um you know I really I know that a lot of people um you know, kind of expect to see me sure. at each spot. And so I try my best and I, I fail most days, but I like to, <laughs> you know, it's super cliche, but truly like without the people, it is not possible to do sure. any of this stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like I owe it to everyone to, you know, at least attempt to be there and, and you know, show my face around and whatnot. And, and from your perspective, having been on the food truck, I have a feeling too, that was nice to, you know, hand that, bowl out the door or whatever and see that smile on somebody's face and you like that personal connection as well. It is. I mean, I I got into this like I, everything I've done in my professional career has not been about it was never about IT. It's never about food like yeah. for me. And I know it may seem like it is, but it's not like for me it is truly serving people. Mm. Whether I'm, you know, replacing their keyboard even though they didn't plug the freaking thing in <laughs> or you know, making them, you know, a plate of food that they walk away saying, heck yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm in it for. Like, that's why I do this. Um, not so much about the product or, you know, but how can I make your day a little bit better today than it was yesterday? And yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what's interesting that you, you said that too, because you do that over and above just putting an experience out there in the restaurant or the food truck. So you and I had a chance to collaborate with uh, John Ray over at Via Farina yeah, yeah. for the the clothing drive that mm-hmm. he did. And uh, my goodness, we were able to get, I mean, pallets and pallets. I mean, just yeah. haul and, you know, good clothes too. You know, people were, you know, either getting good stuff from the house or buying stuff off the rack and bringing it yeah. in to clothe those that needed it. And you were out there slinging, uh, you know, tasty bowls and nachos of goodness. Yeah. And uh, that's not uncommon for you. You well, you do that a lot, and it's wonderful. I, you know, we, you know, I grew up in a in a home that you know I we didn't have a whole heck of a lot, mm. um, and so now we're to the point where I have the ability to help others in one way or another. I yeah. want to do it. Like I've gotten so much help from my community, from my friends, 
from my family um, that I truly feel like it's my responsibility almost to be a good member of the community, to mm. lift up people that may not have a voice or may not have, you know, a literal shirt on their back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's for me, it's a big, you know, we want to be more that I've said it a million times. We want to be more than just tacos and nachos, right? Sure. And our big, pretty blue truck. Um, we want to be active members in our community where um, we just, you know, want everyone to feel loved in, you know, by either giving them a meal if they, you know, are a few bucks short yeah. or if, you know, doing clothing drives or food, you know, food bank things. Um, that's that's the important stuff. Like, um, but I couldn't do it without having, you know, a fairly um, recognizable brand that allows me to do those things. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You, and that I would assume too, that that probably helps you make some good connections. And also it's nice to know where the, where the blue truck goes, uh, people tend to follow, yeah. um, and, or, you know, the restaurants. And so if you're trying to collaborate and get some good, uh, participation to to allow more people to be helped you know it's nice to have your your name out there you know so no and, and you know there's a reason why we we pick the locations that we do mm-hmm. and honestly like probably the number one question i got over the last year is why don't you open in west omaha, west omaha sure and yeah the money would be great we would you know i have no doubt that we would probably making we would be making significantly more money in west omaha mm-hmm. um but we would have to be in a strip mall. We would have to be in a standalone old TGI Fridays or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there just isn't that type of character mm-hmm. in the buildings in West Omaha that you have around the downtown area. Sure. Same in Lincoln, right? Yeah. So the building that we have there is one of the in one of the oldest neighborhoods in Lincoln, and you know you walk in and you know you you feel that character, you feel that the history, you feel. Oh no! You, it just fits our vibe yeah. more than what anything I think in West Omaha would be able to do. And um, yeah, we would probably absolutely be selling significantly more out there. I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but someone told me the other day, it, 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 if I did it, it'd feel like I was selling my soul a little. You yeah. Know, giving up a bit of the brand for money, and yeah. that's never what I want to be about. There's something about the design on both of locations, and I, I know you collaborate with, with others to help yeah. on like logos and things like that, but the way that the place feels, um, for those that haven't been in there yet, first of all, it's super fun. Um, I'm a big uh, bass head from long time ago, and the fact mm-hmm. that there's like this huge wall of speakers behind the bar is yeah. super fun. You got like lockers and graffiti and things happening in there. Like it's got that kind of street vibe, but it's also just you would have a challenge creating that same thing possibly from new construction. Like you've got the old and the new all slamming in there. It's at like one time. it's like, you know, you buy jeans now. I'm gonna God, I'm gonna sound so old. <laughs> they make them with holes already in them, right? And right. so like you're spending all this money and then you know, you could put your own holes in your jeans, right? I feel like that's what I would have to do in West Omaha. I'd have to build something mm-hmm. and then dirty it up a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. I just, um, it would take a lot more money to do that for me. And right now, I just don't, you know, A, I don't have that. Um, and B, I don't know. I It just, being a part of the Little Bow neighborhood now, Yeah. Um, I feel like where that's going to be in the next five to ten years is 
what Blackstone is now. Like I truly yeah. feel that. And I want to be a part of it, man. Like I really want to be a part of, you know, places like Fizzy's and Archetype. Oh my gosh. Beercade. Yes. Um, you know, Tiny House Bar, Lumen is open down, down there oh, yeah. now. Um, so many amazing places that Archetype, the dude won like top four. Fourth in it, Greece, world yeah. champion, sitting there in Little Bohemia. And, you know, how would you not want to be within a stone's throw of that? Almost you know? a literal stone's literal. throw. <laughs> right. I want to be a part of that. I love it. And, I, and that matters, you know? Yeah. I think that... Omaha over the past five, not even 10 years, but whether that be Blackstone, how that's really kind of come up, it's it's a destination spot, right? Yeah. And Little Bohemia. And like you said, you've got, we've had uh, Isaiah uh, on the show from Archetype. Awesome. He actually made coffee on this very table. Oh. Uh, so you're in the in the presence of mm. uh, before he was training. Yeah, it's right here. There's, <laughs> there's, there's grounds, essence oh, in here, maybe. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> but or, or Fizzy's, which Fizzy's is cool. Because, I mean, first of all, the burgers are just right. amazing. But kind of like Muchachos, it's got a fun, funky vibe. It's got yeah. this, like, kind of 60s move in there. It's its own thing. It doesn't feel like anything else, but it also feels very welcoming. And, and you you want to be in the space, which is cool. Yeah, you know? and, you know, we say this about control, about, you know, all of our locations. But I truly want... You know, I want to build places where I would want to personally hang out in. For sure. And I think that's the secret to success. There is no secret sauce on how to build something successful outside of do stuff that you love. Like, build stuff that you would want to spend time in. And that's, you know, spending time in control, even though I never get to do it. um, Because that's significantly more fun to play video games and drink coffee all day. Kind of nice, yeah. Um, (laughs) But... You know, being inside, you know, I have an office in the Omaha location. Oh. In the Omaha. Um, yeah. I never use it. Like, I <laughs> I don't want to be in there. Like, I don't want to be, be inside the walls. I want to be amongst people. And even though I get significantly less done, when I sit out there, it just feels better. Like, yeah. it feels it feels really good. And, you know, we're starting to have regulars now, which is awesome. Really, really fun, too. Wow, that's awesome. So, being that it has been two months to the day, as far as figuring out Omaha... You know, Little Bohemia, so you've got Archetype that's open in the morning for a nice cup of coffee, but it kind of, you know, comes up a little bit more at nighttime. And so navigating that, I I know, has been a little challenging to kind of figure it out. And it's a different different setup than Lincoln a little bit too. So uh, what are some of the things that you've experienced or, or learned um, as you've, I mean, okay, so you're, you're just barely in this now, but right. you know, as you've been getting started. Yeah. So honestly, like I think one of the biggest things that I've seen so far is that we are just enough, just far enough away from downtown mm-hmm. that we are not a walkable lunch spot. Like we have to be a destination uh, lunch spot. Yeah. And, you know, Lincoln is very lunch heavy. Um, sure. We're just surrounded by so many businesses and whatnot. And in my head, it was going to carry over, and it has not really. Oh, gotcha. Um, at all. Mm-hmm. And so I've really had to try to adapt to that. You know, we you know we changed our hours a little bit with our staffing and the amount of product that we put on, and you know we really had to navigate that challenge a little bit. Um, and now we're seeing it start to pick up a little bit. Awesome. Um, you know, I think people just still don't quite know that we're there. Yeah. Um, you know, I you know, I don't know if it was just, you know, 
in Lincoln, like I maybe took it for granted that, you know, we have a brand recognition there. Sure. We may not have it to that same level in Omaha. And, you know, I definitely took that for granted, I think. Mm-hmm. And was hopefully, you know, I was expecting that and it just didn't turn out that way. And so it took a lot of, you know, just sleepless nights trying <laughs> to figure out how to how to make this work. And, you know, we had, you know, luckily one of the local TV stations did us did a series on us. Yeah. Um, and when that aired on last Thursday, you know, it was gangbusters ever since, nice. you know, it was, you know, three days of just sellouts Yeah. that we hadn't seen since week one. So, you know, I'm hoping that that momentum will carry on who knows. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I'm hopeful for. It just learning these different pockets of Omaha and, Honestly, one of the bigger challenges for me is where the heck am I going to eat today? Because there's <laughs> so many great spots or in that area. Yeah. I recently discovered Vinton. How have I never been down that street? Oh, yeah. With Louie M's Burger Lust oh, is yeah, like, buddy. holy crap, man. It's so good. And then yeah. um, Estillo Jalisco. I don't know if uh-huh. hopefully I'm saying that right. Yeah, I think you are. Um, you know, their, their birria tacos are mm-hmm. just die for, man. Um, it's so cool around there. And that's just like right in that area. For sure. And so for me, like as a foodie, as someone who loves supporting local joints, it's been great for me to, you know, put my dollars back into the local economy while increasing my calorie intake daily. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you decided to open up Omaha, uh, for those that haven't been, in your words, what type of food does muchachos serve? Um, we are not Mexican food. Um, one, you know, we see a lot of like negative comments saying that we're, you know, we're not authentic Mexican. We're not trying to be, um, at all. So my grandparents, a little backstory, my grandparents were born, born and raised in Las Vegas, New Mexico, which is the land of hatched chili. Oh yeah. And, you know, I grew up eating that with everything. And so I wanted to incorporate that into something but then mix it with, you know, my my flair, my my flavor a little bit. And I love barbecue, I love smoking meat. Yeah. And so we took like the hatch chili and combined it with, you know, slow smoked meats. And so I call it New Mexican barbecue fusion. Love it. Because we are, you know, we still do, you know, burritos, tacos, nachos and stuff, but it's with a little bit of a different flair. So, you know, you know, you're getting a hatch chili queso made from scratch. Um, with brisket that had been smoked for 14 to 16 hours overnight mm. mm-hmm. um, in a competition quality smoker. Yeah. So, you know, and I know a lot of people, you know, kind of see it and they're like, why would I want to put brisket on top of mac and cheese and chili and vinegar slaw? And I ask, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I ask those same questions too, you know, but you play around with things and you find stuff that works. Yeah. And surprisingly, it does. And um, I mean, it's literally what went from 200 pulled pork street tacos out of my garage for garage sale days yeah. turned into two restaurants and two food trucks. And so wild. I don't know, man, I still have to pinch myself sometimes realizing that we've been able to build something that people enjoy. I dig it. When you were thinking about Omaha, so... That barbecue takes time, like you said. You've got 14 hours. You just can't throw another brisket or another <laughs> pork butt on the smoker and just turn one out in an hour. It doesn't work that way. No. So, how did you go about thinking on scaling or opening 
Omaha because now you've got a plan for a second round of smoked meats and all these things. Like, yeah. kind of walk me through how that happened or your your process. So we, you know, we kind of have it down to a science in Lincoln where nice. we have an idea of how much we're going to sell on a day. You know, we look at the trends. We look at, you know, week after week what we're doing. Yeah. And then how much of each protein we've been selling during that time period. And so we we have it now to like, okay, we know that Wednesday is going to be slow, so we'll only put eight brisket on instead mm. of, you know, 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do, you know, eight pork butts instead of, you know, the same amount. And so, you know, it took a lot of trying to really dive into the metrics of it. And yeah. that's the stuff I hate. I hate numbers. Like I hate sure. – I didn't get into this to figure out <laughs> averages and crap, man. That is not me. Right. Um, but – you know, we, we've got it figured out now. And so we were expecting, again, kind of a lot higher turnout sure. um, early on. And, you know, dinners are great, but lunches have just been slower. So we're seeing about a third less of what we were kind of expecting to mm. see. Mm-hmm. And so we we lost a lot of product in the first few weeks. Oh, yeah, because once it's cooked, once it's, it's cooked. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do not like serving day-old Sure. Stuff. Um, there are days when we have to, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but what we'll, you know, if it's past one day, we you know, we find a place to donate. We mm-hmm. you know make sure that that's going somewhere. Um, you know, if we have one of our employees has family in town, you know, we'll yeah. send them with some, send them with some food and whatnot. But um, yeah, that it was uh, yeah, it definitely a challenge in a lot of waste, and it makes me you know it hurts my heart a little bit. <laughs> um. You know, my my bills within the first month were, you know, just insane. Yeah. You know, my, my product purchases, my labor, everything is just stuff that you don't, you know. You, I knew it was going to come. Yeah. But, man, well, you see those numbers and you just dry heave a little bit. It's, <laughs> it's a challenge, man. Did you have to find like different or new suppliers since you're in a whole different city or were you able to use who you had and it's like okay we, yeah we'll just bring it up to omaha or you truck it up to omaha or, yeah yeah um so you know our, our main supplier is you know a big national brand distributor uh-huh and you know they have a warehouse here in oh, omaha cool. so you know we're able to you know just today i went and had to do a will call pickup because we were short on some stuff sure um with the holiday like we didn't get a truck Oh, on Tuesday, like we normally would, because yeah. no one was there. Sure. So, um, <laughs> you know, that was definitely a challenge. Um, you know, in in finding a new location, where do I park? Like, how do I do this? But um, they've made it pretty seamless for me to um, to get the product that I need. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, Restaurant Depot is in town too, and that's we, true. I go all the time for Lincoln, and so it's really helped me um, be able to minimize and you know pick stuff up for the Lincoln store if I have to or really just I'm an intern at this point like I just go for doing what they need me to do <laughs> well I mean I think that's the the part of the you know owning a restaurant too you end up being you know cook plumber electrician um, accountant you know, accountant which I know you don't you know, oh, not I a hate it dude <laughs> the number QuickBooks can uh, go straight to he double hockey sticks man <laughs> I just hate it. Well, yeah, and you, I know, you know, thankfully, you know, you have an IT background and I know you've been able to leverage technology a little bit to kind of keep an eye on things. So that's good. And and, uh, you've got a a smoker running in 
Omaha, mm-hmm. right? So yep. you have two two spots that you have to make sure that things turn out correct. So. Yeah. Um, so our Lincoln smoker is propane-based. And if you followed me on social media, you know that within the last six months, I've had, I think, eight propane tanks stolen, two <sighs> generators. So yeah. um, this smoker in Omaha is direct connected to natural gas. Oh, nice. So that has been like, I know I can sleep because <laughs> nope. unless something catastrophic happens, I know that I'm going to have product the next day. That's awesome. Um, with our Lincoln one, I'm literally checking it before I go to bed every single night. Um, and there are times where I've caught stuff, had to get up at two or three in the morning, mm. um, you know, throw away you know, product that wasn't cooking because someone didn't turn the propane valve back on oh, after they switched the tank, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that one, oh, man, that hurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, that was about 800 pounds of protein that we lost and had to reload at about 2 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. So 800, and, 800 and I'm pounds. not even going to ask how much that was per pound, but you I know it's know. more than a dollar a pound. Know. So yeah. brisket around 4 20 a pound pork at 199 yeah. Christmas that hurt. oh and then obviously also you know the you know you had to recover from that so you had enough to make your sales to then yep. kind of oh geez yeah man. not fun and your time and which is very valuable because yep. it's very very limited so yeah I uh didn't get much sleep that night but um you know it what are you gonna do like yep. there is no <laughs> one else to call like hey mom can you come do no like there is no like it's either I do it, right, or we close for the day. Yeah, and so you know, you just suck it up and do it and knock it out. That's that's a really good point to kind of get out there too, because as the the owner and you know responsible proprietor there, you can't call the big boss or the CEO yeah. or the whatever. You're you're the I'm top. It. You're it. Yeah, you're it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It, sometimes it's you know it's great. Yep. <laughs> um, most days it's not. <laughs> um, you know, there are days where you're just like, man, like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Um, but then you see some kid smashing a pipeline burrito oh, and yeah. going nuts over it. And you're like, okay, man, this it's totally worth it. The, totally worth it. The highest highs and the lowest lows. And you, you got them both mixed and in there. That's That's probably one of my biggest challenges is not allowing the highs to get too high mm-hmm. and the lows to get too too low. Like mm-hmm. I get euphoric when we have a great day. Yeah. But then when lunch, you know, we do three, four, six, you know, you know, under $500 in sales, just like, you're like, what, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. this is pain. Yeah. Sheer pain. And, um, I don't know, man, it, finding that balance, finding that average between the two mm-hmm. is going to be critical for me, I think, moving forward, because now with one location, you're like, okay, well, I know it's going to do this. Right. With another, I mean, it's like starting completely over yeah. in a new city. Um, so, you know, trying to balance myself out mentally has been probably one of the, the bigger um, issues that I've faced. Gallup has this thing called Strengths Finder yeah. and then, you know, kind of gets you some ideas of, you know, things that you're best at, whatever. One of the attributes on there is positivity. And the thing is, if your positivity is very high, is super high, well, that's great because you're super happy. It's awesome. But if you get into a low mode, it's almost like a like a sine wave. You know, yeah. you're either at the top of there or you're at the, the rock bottom. Yeah. And, and like you said, trying to find that balance in the middle is, is hard, especially because... 
you care. This you know, this isn't just, you know, some <laughs> number somewhere. This is your investment, your livelihood, your creativity, and you know, your your food that you want to put a smile on somebody's face and to keep that all going. That's yeah. a, a complicated dynamic. It is. I think um one of the harder things for me to, you know, that one of the things that keeps me awake at night is knowing that I have 35 people mm. that depend on me for a paycheck, mm-hmm. right? And our success, you know, you know, I have to I have to pay my employees a good living wage. Sure. And um, because I, I mean, I wouldn't want to work for you know yeah. pennies, and I know in you know in this industry it's easy to. You bet. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to do that, and um, so you know, making sure that. You know, if sales aren't there that day, I'm thinking about payroll, like mm-hmm. thinking about how can I make sure that they are getting, you know, the full amount of dollars that they deserve every yeah. single paycheck. Um, and that, you know, that's definitely something that haunts me sometimes. How do you help keep your your folks motivated or, or energized or is it just that you're you're finding good people to come in there that are bringing the energy with them already yeah. so we um you know it's been important for me to hire um by culture and not by skill oh interesting like we yeah. we definitely hire to you know we want if you we want you to fit within our little ecosphere yeah. you know like yeah. we want you to fit in this we can teach you how to load a smoker. Sure. Can teach you how to make a margarita. We can teach you all of these things. What we can't teach you is basic human decency. Mm. Um, you know <laughs> how to you know how to work well with others. Um, and so we definitely want to make sure that everyone that we hire fits our group. Yeah. Um, because one bad apple can literally ruin i mean it spreads like wildfire Mm -hmm. you have one person that's talking smack on something that's going to grow and people are going to feed off of that yeah um not that we don't expect our employees to say negative things of course it's going to happen happens everywhere i'm not you know yeah i'm not dumb to think that no one is saying ill stuff when they're at work about this sure um however um you know we want to make sure that when it's time to go they go they grind they knock it out when they have five ten minutes Fire up, uh, you know, fire up the ba- you know basketball game, baseball game, whatever they want. Yeah. Um, we do have TVs in our kitchens. Nice. So you know, if it's not too terribly busy and they want to prep and watch, you know, my my Lincoln Kitchen guy um, watches, you know, his uh, Fortnite style game. I don't even. That's I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but he's watching like people play it on YouTube all yeah. the time. Yeah. And um, you know, it makes them happy. Like those little. Those little pockets of things matter. Um, yeah. You know, we always have, you know, I'm taking donuts in for the team. And recently I've been taking Olsons. Dude. To Lincoln. And oh, to, ha, just, oh, yeah. Just blowing some minds Mind down blown, there. Mind blown, dude. It is so good. Their cake donuts are fire. <laughs> they're, they're so good. Best glazed donut I've ever had. Delicious, I kid you man. not, man. Um, and they're wonderful people over there, too. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, no, you know, it's it's small things that we do to try to make sure that they feel that they're not just a cog in the machine, that mm. they matter to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have kid, you know, we have parents that work for us and they're going to bring, you know, they bring their kids in. Like, sure. We want it to be that family environment where everyone feels welcome, where everyone feels like they want to show up to work. Yeah. Like, 
there are going to be days that they dread it, sure. But still work. Yeah. But, they, you know, yeah. but I still want them to, you know, go in and feel valued and feel um, that, you know, I don't want anyone to feel replaceable. Yeah. Like I want them to feel like they have earned a place, that they have a place with us. It's it's really like your philosophy of where you placed the restaurant, the type of vibe that you have in the restaurant as a place that you want to be in, that you want to connect with the community. And that's your like your restaurant ethos, but that extends then down to your employees, your family in the house of you want them to be special. You want them to feel welcome. And that that's going to come out in the food. And I think that's going to come out in happy patrons too. If the staff is enjoying themselves, the customers are going to enjoy themselves for sure. No, you're absolutely right. You know, we, a disgruntled employee is going to not care about the product that they're putting out. Right. You know, you have to take care of your people. Um, And just a quick side story, like I was so proud to get a call one day from one of my Lincoln employees who, you know, this lady came in and, um, you know, she didn't have money for a meal. Mm. And I get a call saying, hey, you know, this lady came in. She said that she would come back and pay later, but, you know, we just – Gave her a few tacos, some chips and queso and, you know, a a Coke and she went on her way. And I'm like, that's it. Like, I don't ever, you know, I was so proud that they knew that they had that flexibility, that they had that ownership of it. Ownership. That they could do it and understand that that's what I want. Like, you know, I want that for anyone that, you know, who comes in and are a few bucks short. Like, we want to take care of people at the end of the day that few bucks isn't going to make or break us. Sure. Right. But it's going to make their day. You bet. And small things like that. And when my employees know that they can do that, man, that I know that I've done my job right. Like I know that, um, you know, that I've hired the right people. We talked about the, you know, events in the community, the clothing drives and yep. things like that. But you actually kind of went on a, a little bit of a different mission in the Lincoln market. Um, you being a, a food truck owner proprietor and wanting to help other, you know, lift other food trucks up and things like that. You kind of um, kind of helped do that in Lincoln. So kind of tell me about what happened there with the food truck laws and, sure. and, and kind of that process there. Yeah. So, um, you know, Lincoln had been trying to, you know, food truck owners in Lincoln had been trying to ease up the restrictions in town because everyone saw where, you know, food trucks were growing in popularity. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to make sure or they, you know, food truck owners wanted to make sure that they had a place. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, back in the early days, oh, it's a roach coach. No one wants to eat at a food truck. You know, they're gross. Like, yeah, you know, who wants to eat in a smelly, old, hot, sweaty truck? And, um, you know, it it failed up in, you know, the first few years of food trucking there that um, they just, you know, things just didn't get done. Right. Um, and I was at a I was catering a, um, a fundraiser one day for a local city council candidate, Tammy Ward. And. I was like, hey, you know, appreciate you letting us serve you. You know, if you get in, maybe we can talk about this. And she took me seriously. Wow. And, you know, she won her election. She Mm -hmm. was in city council. And, um, you know, we were able to work out a food truck pilot program where, you know, it it cleared city council. It was, you know, um, we were getting ready to release it in, uh, it was 
2020. So it would have been like the first mm. week of April 2020. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything happened. Yes. And so we had to put it on pause. Um, but uh, so Tammy had left the council this past year, um, just a few months ago. Oh, wow. And her last act was approving the final food truck passage. Oh, my goodness. So it is now law of the land in Lincoln where um, you give the city a two-day heads up mm-hmm. and you can park in designated areas all throughout um, Lincoln We or downtown. And then we also passed a, um, a neighborhood um, leg- or regulation that allows you to park longer than 15 minutes. That's what it was oh, before. Oh, jeez. 15 <laughs> minutes. Um, because they were going along the lines of like a, you know, an ice Delivery cream truck thing. or like a, oh. you know, like cone ice or, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the little ding ding vans. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so well, I understand why they did it. You sure. know, it made sense to them at the time. But um, now you can park up to four hours. Nice. Um, with just one permit. And um, it's really, I think, going to change the game for many food truck owners that, um, you know, when we, we work closely with the Nebraska Restaurant Association. So it wasn't like we're doing this to heck with everyone else. Right, right. You know, we cannot park within, I want to say it's like 200 feet of the front door of any brick and mortar restaurant. Gotcha. Um, So we want to make sure that we're being respectful to our neighbors, to our brothers and sisters in in industry, industry. Well, and you have brick and mortar too. And so, yeah, yeah, and I, I probably think about it a little bit different than a lot of restaurant owners do. I would let literally any food truck in Lincoln, Omaha, whatever, park directly in front of any of my buildings, because that's going to just do good for everybody. That's true, right? It's collaboration yeah. over competition mm, every like day. That. Yeah, and you know, I, you know, the hobbies tacos dude wants to pull up his truck in front of Muchachos. I'd welcome it, man. Nice. Absolutely. Um, because we're going to see people coming in from his crowd, and he's mm-hmm. going to see people that come in from our crowd typically. Yeah. It's a win-win. Like, I don't understand, um, you know, why you wouldn't want that. And, I mean, I get some people, you know, who've been there, who've earned that, you know, they have longevity, and they, sure. you know, I get it. Like, I understand. I'm not, you know, not wanting to be insensitive to that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I – I just feel like we could all benefit from, I mean, there's more than enough people in this town to feed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's like a million around here if you <laughs> put everybody all together. Right. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I, you know, it was it was a good, successful um, venture into politics, <laughs> I guess. Um, but it was a necessary thing, I think. Not And, you know, the funny thing, I, I was talking to Sean with Motor Food. I don't know if you've been in Lincoln. No. Yeah. Huh? Motor Food. So he, um, he has a food truck, and we were talking about... He's like, you know, the funny thing is, like, of all the people that it benefits, it doesn't benefit us, really. Like, we're not pulling up in public streets anymore. Like, we're pretty much only doing private events. Just events, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but we're going to do a few. You know, we want to be a part of it. Um, go back to the roots and yeah. pull up and sling like the good old days. But, um, you know, I, I hope that people take advantage of it because it's, a pretty awesome deal, I think. For sure. And, you know, it's it's so cool seeing a food truck that is awesome. And, and like you said, you know, food trucks over the last couple of years are a lot hotter, you know, yeah. than they were in the past. I mean, you know, Food Network's got a whole <laughs> series about it, you know, but uh, it's so cool to see the, I, I don't know, you might have to tell me, but, you know, if you have a restaurant concept, trying to figure out if you've got 
what it takes for a brick and mortar or a product that's unique enough or interesting enough to be a draw. Pop-ups obviously are, are one way to test that out. Yep. And, and there's some great places and, um, you know, even, you know, larger restaurants that kind of do collabs and things. But uh, a food truck might be a, another way to see how that's going because – I'm assuming your investment is a little bit less than the logistics of a brick and mortar. So. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to. I mean, it's. I mean, hands down, like your overhead is ridiculously lower than a brick and mortar. Yeah. If, if you're getting a food truck, um, now you can bougie it up, and I mean, there are hundred thousand dollar food trucks True. out there. <laughs> you know, um, but my first truck was eighteen thousand dollars. Nice. And it didn't make it from St. Louis to Columbia before I had to tow it the rest of the way. <laughs> oh no. So like. <laughs> I put more money into it after the fact, mm. you know, than I did, you know, before I bought it. They yeah. told me, you know, turn key rate or old. It'll be fine. And yeah. No, I literal old tears in that day. drove this to church on Sundays all the time. And, <laughs> no, know. I sat um, I sat on the side of the Missouri interstate on, a, was that 70? Uh-huh. Uh, for about five hours oh waiting for gosh. the right size tow truck that could take me. And and this was your move from IT into yep. the food world, and you're sitting yep. on the side of the road with the truck. Yeah, ma'am. Yep. Oh. They, I should have known when they told me, like, please do not drive faster than 35 <laughs> and put your earplugs in. <laughs> so, yeah, I should, I should have walked away at that point. But um, I'm glad I didn't because that little me truck too. turned us into, you know, it gave us everything that we have today. Yeah. And so, you know, those challenges with a, a crusty old truck. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing what we have now because of that is just pretty awesome. Oh yeah, and the, I mean the lessons learned and the the especially then just getting into the food industry and and, and transitioning careers yep. there. That's I mean that's you took like ninety huge steps like all at the same time yep. and just you know doing the the plunge there into uncharted waters as it were. Yeah, so. I mean, but it kind of gave me you know. Like you were saying, un, not undifferent than a pop-up, really. Um, yeah. Because there were days where the truck wouldn't start, and oh, so geez. I would have to pop up. <laughs> um, but it does give you, like, an idea of, you know, it allows you to dip your feet in yeah. a little bit. It allows you to see what works, what doesn't work. And then you find what does, and then you, you know, concentrate on that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I love it. Like, some of my favorite spots are food trucks right now. Sure. And... Um, you know, I'll support them all day, every day. It's, I don't know. I'll always think of myself as a food trucker before a restaurant owner. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you you still have one, so you you definitely yeah. are. So getting ready to uh, get the Omaha one up and running oh, here shortly nice. too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and we've you know a lot of good trucks in Omaha and uh, uh, Mexitli. Uh, yeah. Just moved yeah. into a brick and mortar, so that's kind of cool. I know it bums me out because they're literally like they're half a block up from us. Yes. And so now I like we go over and um, Ike, one of my um, contractor type. Uh, creatives. Yeah. Um, he would walk over while he was building it out and get, you know, cactus tacos and oh, yeah. stuff all the time. And, you know, now they're not there anymore, which kind of bums me out because it was a great, you know, a great spot right there. For um, sure. But, um, you know, uh, sounds like things are going well for them. And um, I need, I haven't been over to their store yet, but it's, um, it's I've had neat. their truck a couple times. It's great. It's a neat little spot that the, the menu. Dude, oh, the, oh yeah, because it's the, the marzipan horchata. Uh -huh. Yeah, 
It's real good. Yeah. And they, they've expanded the menu a little bit in the in the brick and mortar. But it's a fun space. It's in the old uh, Oasis falafel and kebab oh, location. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a neat spot to check out. But it's it's interesting on the timing that worked out because, you know, he got his spot over yeah. there. And then hey, you can still get yourself a taco, albeit a different type of taco, yeah. but in the you know same general vicinity, which is kind of cool too. So yeah, it's, it's cool. you know, I like I said, I wish that, you know, they would still operate. And when I drive by and I see it, their van or their trailer, Shuttered, I'm like, yeah. oh, like, come on. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's the dream, right? Like that's yeah. to, to blow it up and to get, you know, to try to serve as many people as you can. And obviously cooking in a controlled kitchen mm. as opposed to a food truck, you know, mm-hmm. you have a little bit more, you know, a few more comforts. Yeah. Um, but man, there's just something about working in that truck. You know, you, you know, it's tight spaces and fast paced and I don't know. It's just, uh, there's nothing like it, man. Yeah. Oh, this got, well, that's gotta be satisfying too. After you go to an event or something, or, you know, you head to a wedding or, or whatever, and you've got, you know, all these happy people coming in and you just busted everything you had to to get that done at the end of the night and go like we've we've did it look at all these smiles and yeah. wow we made it through the battle but you know we did it and here yeah. we are so no i mean it that's what you strive for like that's what you want at the end of the day as a business owner whether you're doing this or anything like you want to feel that sense that you know you changed someone's day you made someone's yeah. day a little bit better however you did it um and you know with us when we do weddings or graduations and we see the smiles on, you know, brides and grooms faces. And, you know, it just, it, it makes my day. Like it truly just, you know, gives me goosebumps now, even just thinking about it. Well, and, and from the, from the other side of the microphone here too, I I have to thank you and all the restaurant owners for giving people moments like that. Um, I had uh, gone down to Lincoln a couple weeks ago for a Lincoln mission. I have quite a list of, of restaurants <laughs> to go to. So I hit up like four places while I was down there and I stopped at uh, Muchachos on the way out. Yeah. And um, so Rosie- Coffee, was, right? Yes, yeah. that is correct. Um, you were you were flying out the door. I, you were in the middle of, of wrangling something. So you're like, hey, bro. And then you just- I can't remember what I was doing I, that day. That you were, you were speeding through yeah. there. But uh, Rosie was behind the bar. And um, it was so funny because, you know, I, you know, I haven't been in the Lincoln location as much as yeah. uh, some other Omaha establishments because, well, it's a 45 minute drive for me. It is. So, yeah. But um, I, I love pulling in there. And she's like, the first thing she says is, I, I think she said, oh, hey, Dave, and it, which was just interesting. I'm like, wow, okay, awesome. You remember <laughs> my name was Killer. And then she's like, I'm so sorry. We're out of Fruity Pebbles cereal milk. Yeah. I'm like. Wow, like you remembered and I I got that first one oh, quite a while yeah. ago and the fact that she remembered what I had, remember my name and then it's like in a, and so it was just it was just killer. Let so. me tell you this though because I'm not going to let her have too much, you know. I'm not oh, going to let her oh, head get too okay. big. Okay. Mhm. She can do that cuz she's young, right? <laughs> I am 41 and if I'd met you 4 months ago, uh-huh. There's no way that I would have remembered a your name uh-huh. and b your order. order? Like, I just can't do that anymore, man. Like that is, you know, she's still a young chicken, man. She's she's got a lot of time um, before you know she starts getting older. But um, yeah, no, she's so good at that. She's so good at that, and I I've just wow. I'm terrible at it. Like, I'm not good at it at all. Well, everybody has their own skills, so it's, yeah. it is it is okay. That's no, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I, yeah. I do like that's because that's what I want. Like, I want everyone who comes in, 
it feels like they've been at our table before. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that stuff matters. I, I love the fact that she's great at that. And that's all the good things I'm going to say about her today because <laughs> she's my sister and I can't do too much of that. You, you, I, I know you two like to uh, get digs at each other oh, too every once in a while because yeah, I, I had said something actually as uh, when I was down there, you were running out the door there. I'm like, oh man, you know, Nick's always working hard and, you know, must uh, be off doing something. She's kind of like, ah, whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I love you two. <laughs> you two are the best. Oh, and, and, you know, having, having family in there too has to be kind of nice. And, it is. And, I mean, and, that's what it is for us. Like yeah. it is very much a family establishment um, where literally our employees, it's again, it's cliche, but it, it's true. Like, we have built an environment there where we all just take care of each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm proud of that. Like I'm proud that they feel like family to us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's great. It's, it's, and it's, there's a, a book that I've referred to on the show. It's a, your customer rules culture of consultation, but there's kind of like three tenants in there, but two of them are, you know, me and you surprise me as, as a customer and that, you know, uh, you know, feeling that, oh, hey, you know, you know who I am and, you know, surprise me with something amazing, yeah. whether that's cereal milk latte or a burrito that, you know, probably needs like a wheelbarrow to be yeah. moved around is, yeah, is, is just really cool, right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, oh, and speaking of you surprise me. So you ran the special the other day. <laughs> That I absolutely had to have the the lunch sack. Oh yeah, the sack lunch. Yeah, the sack lunch. Yeah. Um, and so you know, it, I I am very familiar with the the muchachos menu. We've got brisket, we've got pulled pork. Um, you know, the chicken is awesome. You got all these things, and then I see that you have decided to create a sandwich mm -hmm. with a giant slab of uh, you know small made bologna. Yeah. With brisket and potato chips mm -hmm. on top. Uh, first of all, where did that bologna come from? Because that was not uh, anything that <laughs> it's rhymes. not Oscar Mayer. No, man. no, no. <laughs> um, it's like a steak. Yeah, no. There's just a you know a local butcher in town that That's I went awesome. and, you know picked it Down up. Down in Lincoln. Uh, in Omaha. In too. Omaha. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, you know, picked up a couple chubs, um, which awesome. is that's what they're actually called. So I, I feel this is so, a technical I, term. I giggle every time I say it, but I picked up a couple chubs. Yes. Um, and you know, cut our pretty lines into it. Uh huh. And, Hit it with our rub and and threw it on the smoker for about an hour is all it needed. Yeah, and it just came out just awesome. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, hit it on the flat <laughs> so you get a little bit of crisp to yeah. it. And um, no, like that that the lunch specials are a part of trying to bring more people in for the lunch sure. hour. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and so it's been fun for me to kind of get my creative get chefy going, going. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like that's one thing that I feel like I haven't been able to do. A whole lot of when I'm doing freaking QuickBooks crap or whatever, right? Um, so it's been fun for me to come up with like almost comfort food, like things that take you home, yeah, but with a different funky spin on it. For sure, yeah. For next sure. week's is gonna be great. All right, well, I'll have to keep an eye out for that for sure. But uh, that that was super fun and enjoyable. Oh, I I should make sure that you get good uh, uh, microphone time here as well because I was talking to a um I don't know don't. some. Some, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Some guy named uh, Paul Urban. I think he's a James Beard nominated chef. He was he was on the show, and I, I think he said uh, something about like your baseball team or something. You know, um, <laughs> I knew, oh, I did it. <laughs> I should have known it was going to come up. Um, <laughs> but no, he. Um, yeah, you know, Paul is talented and whatnot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but God, if he was only not a Yankees fan, mm, yeah. Yeah. If he wasn't that, 
oh, he, he'd man. be perfect. He'd be like, yeah, I would want to just like put him in my pocket and take him home. He's just an amazing, everywhere. you know, yeah. like cook him every, you know, yeah. allow him to cook for me everywhere. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's a Yankees fan, wow. which is, you know, I have, if you go to my Twitter profile, you <laughs> see I hate cilantro. I hate cats because I'm deathly allergic. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so okay. there, I hate cats. It's, you're and, allergic to them. Um, the Yankees. And the Yankees. The Yankees. It's the trifecta. <laughs> and uh, cilantro is the true devil's lettuce. And, <laughs> um, yeah, Paul, you know, he takes every single jab that he can at me mm. online whenever mm-hmm. the Red Sox do something. Yeah. And lately it's, you know, talking about Pedro Martinez throwing uh, Don Zimmer, you know, <laughs> back in the early 2000s. I'm like, get over it, man. You haven't won a title since then. And, but the thing is, I, I think you've you've cooked for, like, uh, a birthday party for <laughs> them, I, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And um, did – Paul didn't try to sneak any – like, like Paul, I bet he's cooked with cilantro. I bet – is he a Yankees fan and has cooked with oh, cilantro? Oh, I bet he has cats, too. Like, oh, I wouldn't be so, – mm-hmm. I bet he has cats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, is he in here somewhere? Or, no, no, like, no. I don't know. You keep looking around. No, and it's making no, me a just, little – like <laughs> making sure here that we got this covered. He's he's watching from – no, he's not. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No. <laughs> I just I, – I know you guys like each other so much, and it's just no so love funny. Paul. No, uh, you know, honestly, like, all joking aside, people – and I, I told Paul this the other day. I'm like, you know, one of the my favorite things right now is the amount of people that – message me or you know stop me in the restaurant and say your little beef with uh block 16 (laughs) has been the best part of twitter lately and it's like it's so much fun like i hope people don't think that we're seriously like jabbing um because it's truly just fun and they've done they've been nothing but so supportive of us oh yeah um you know over the last you know, two months where they shouting us out. I think their phones went down or something last week or two weeks ago. Yep. And they're like, our phones are down, but you can call muchachos even though the Omaha store doesn't have one. Um, but, but like just that type of stuff, you know, that's the community that I love. Yeah. I love it, man. Like um, to have someone like Paul who is, you know, he's the real deal. He's doing some the good things. The real deal. And to have support from people like that, like yeah. it just, it makes me so happy. Like I, I'll, you know, I, I take them burritos. I'll take them food, like, before their lunch rush hits. And, you know, just take care of them because they do so many great things taking care of so many awesome local shops. Absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, when when we were doing the clothing drive, they were right they were there, there with their kiddos dropping off clothes and, and yep. doing the whole thing out, out in the cold. It was chilly, too. That was, a, that, was a, that was you know what, though? That was fat kid weather. Like, I loved every second That's of fair. it. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you're in the the food truck there too, and you know, a little warmer. In yeah, no, well it was too. okay. No, there yeah. was plenty of hot chocolate and uh, rice krispie treats to go around. There, so it worked there that was, well. there was, and yeah. a, a gigantic brisket bowl. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! No, I actually sent you with just bowls of brisket. I think you, that night you, I had ordered. <laughs> you, you almost tried to destroy me in the best way because I had ordered something while I was there. I think I got a, a like a pulled pork nacho or something. Yeah, I think yeah, nachos. And then yeah. you sent me home with ridiculous amounts of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because of that, I had to buy a gym membership, seven treadmills, and uh, it's protein. Go yeah, keto. Like okay. you're fine. That's fine. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, you you are not a light handed with your your portions, which I which I love. So that's, no, that's it's, awesome. I mean we want people to go away full, like. Yeah. Uh, someone leaving hungry still is the worst. Like you, you're not doing your job if they're leaving hungry. So that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Well, uh, but before we before we kind of get kind of closing down here, real quick, since you're kind of my 
Lincoln liaison yeah. sitting here. Any uh, exciting new spots that you've checked out in Lincoln or that I should try? I know there was, I, I'm going to say it wrong, Hoy. Hell yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. Um, they have a, a new spot or yeah, something going on there? Yeah, so they're probably my food truck besties. Like Love it. Um, our first year in, they, uh, we parked next to each other at uh, Lincoln Pride, Star City Pride. And uh, we've just been, you know, tight ever since. And so they did open a second location down south on like 14th and Pine Lake. Okay. 14th and Pine Lake. And so now, yeah, they got the two spots. They don't do food trucking quite as much as they used to. Um, but yeah, no, Hell Yeah is great. Um, and what are they serving again? Oh, so they do, a, it's Korean barbecue fusion. Nice. So um, they're rice bowls, uh, you know, rice boxes with, you know, they do beef and chicken and pork. And yeah. I actually have an item, the Nick box. What? There, yeah. So they have okay. like this fusion fry, yeah. like this fusion sauce that they make, and I love it. But it's over fries, like French fries. Uh-huh. And for me, like, that's just too much, like, fried stuff. Uh-huh. And so they do a rice box with that fusion sauce. And that was something that I always ordered, so they named it the Nick box. Okay, this is going on my list. Yep, you got to go check that out. No, it's good. Um, uh, You know, the uh, Birria Boss, um, their trailer um, at Craft Axe Throwing on Antelope Valley, um, they have great uh, Birria tacos. Awesome. And, oh, gosh, there's so many other places that – I can't think of. That's but. okay. Just just message me because I'm going to keep stocking up the uh, the Lincoln list so I can hit a bunch when I go down there. The, yeah. h- the hard part is is not to eat like full entrees at each spot. It's, it's like, hard. Can I get something little at each one? And... Have you been to Lead Belly yet? I have. Yeah. I have. And I, I we are we're missing. They used to be in Omaha. We had yeah. one in Midtown. Well, think, and, yeah. and Yeah. COVID. And then uh, I think a pipe breaking and some other things were not, not kind to them. So, yeah. I but, love yeah. that spot, man. And then Dude. I have not yet been to... Their new brunch spot. Oh, uh, I didn't the know they Fleetwood. Had... Fleetwood. Oh, it just opened. Um, you know where the O Street overpass is? Okay. Um, by the Haymarket. Yeah. It's just right underneath the overpass. Oh, on cool. On like Eighth and whatever that is, Eighth and O, I think. Um, but yeah, it's a, like a Lead Belly production, Lead Belly Toast. That whole family. That's awesome. Um, and their menu looks insane. I haven't been there yet either, but perfect. Um, but yeah, that's another place I want to go to. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm gonna have to put those on the list. I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then I'm gonna end up stopping at like 402 Creamery again because as you should. Oh my gosh, man, <laughs> that ice cream is so fire. It is so. it is ridiculous. I went to uh, I went to Ivanico the other day. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. You been there yet? I have. I haven't been there in a, yeah. in a hot minute, but yeah. Um, I took one of my employees for her last day. We had to drop off some food for the Husker football team that was doing like a recruiting thing right you now at Huddle. And so we were, you know, right there. And so, like, well, I guess we should stop by for ice cream. And, That's perfect. Um, yeah, it's so good, man. Love it's it, so man. Good. So, yeah, so it's it's okay to drive. You know, it's only 45 minutes. It's That's a it. nice drive. I drive it every day. Place. It's fine. That's true. Maybe more than Multiple once times a day. Multiple times a day. Yeah. I was going to say. Well, uh, so as we kind of wrap things up here, anything else happened at Muchachos that you want to get out there? And or what is the best place to find out what is happening at both Lincoln and Omaha so people can follow the fun, as it were? Yeah, um, social media is, you know, the best way to follow us, either on our Facebook page, um, Twitter. Um, I'm mostly active on my personal Twitter account, um, usually posting our specials there. Um, Instagram is a great way to follow us, too, Yo Muchacho. Um, but, yeah, you go to our website, YoMuchacho.com. Uh, if you're wanting to place uh, web orders, you can do so, um, whether in Lincoln or Omaha. Schedule it out as far as you need to. Um, but we're, you know, we're having a couple events coming on. We're doing a fundraiser for uh, a local teacher who's trying to redo their 
um, their kitchen, their like their staff kitchen. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna try to raise some money for them. So we're having like a movie night and trivia night, and you know, like adult, you know, adult drinks, and yeah. you know, some some we're doing I think a lote popcorn and just some other Ooh, funky stuff. So that sounds awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, head over to our socials. Our website um, has all that good info there. I love it. Well, yeah. Nick, Nick Maestas, thank you for sharing your time with me again. Of course. And thank you for putting the heart into your restaurant, your food, the people, and your community. Thanks for being here, man. I appreciate you, my friend. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Saturday Omaha. And uh, until we eat again, stay hungry. Bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Saturday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email SaturdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.